Welcome back to the Gabria podcast. This episode is the second installment of a two-part episode that we recorded discussing FG's Sunshine Project and ExxonMobil's Brick Project. I highly recommend listening to part one first if you have not already, as part two's discussion will expand on some subjects we introduced in part one. Before continuing the discussion, let's first recognize Gabria's platinum level annual sponsors again. Alliance Safety Council, Eastman Chemical, Great River Industries, MMR, Performance Contractors, and Triad Electric and Controls. So when you talk about being competitive, who is it that you're actually being competitive with? We hear a lot about competition between Louisiana and Texas, but I imagine that the competition is on a much larger scale. Uh, Yes, (laughs) we are competing against all the other ExxonMobil sites all around the globe. For sure. Investment dollars are limited. Due to the drop in market demand, our industry, like many others, have taken a hit. And our corporation has to be very clear on which investments will bring the greatest return. Mm -hmm. So when we're looking at why our corporation should invest here in Louisiana compared to Texas, we consider a lot of things and we want to make our project as appealing as possible. Well, so what are the obstacles to that? What makes Texas sites more competitive or appealing rather than Louisiana facilities? Well, for instance, you know, we have one pipeline, the St. James Pipeline that comes into Louisiana from Texas and that brings crude for our facilities compared to what Texas pays when they have a multitude of pipelines that go to their So you have to pay more. And the fact that it is more expensive for us to bring crude up and down the Mississippi River compared to our sister sites in Texas who have easier access to open water. Yeah. And those things really impact the bottom line. Right. So when we're looking at convincing our corporation to invest money here in Louisiana, we really have to put ourselves as a community to show in the best light that money, how it will be used here and how it will set our Baton Rouge facilities up for greater success to attract future projects. Right. And when we talk about modernizing, you know, consider that these are highly technical facilities we're dealing with. And we're in an age where technology is ever improving at such an exponential rate that modernization really is critical in order to maintain success with these facilities. It's not just a bunch of pipes and steam and all these things, right? I mean, there's a lot of technology that goes into making these products. Well, and in fact, we are also bringing in new technology to voluntarily reduce our VOC emissions. This is something that our engineers recognize that if this project is approved, the right combination of units will be down at the same time, giving us a once-in-a-generation opportunity to do this work to improve our volatile organic compound emissions by 10% as part of this project. VOCs are one of the compounds that create ozone, so a 10% reduction is significant Mm -hmm. as it's the entire amount of VOC emissions currently coming from our refineries' flares and furnaces. I want to go back to talking about the number of jobs that, Janiel, you said FG will directly create. And maybe you can expand a little further because we know that really it goes so far beyond these direct jobs. Most definitely. The parish, region, and the state benefits from the multiplier effect or the ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And there are three key words I want all of us to keep in mind. Direct, indirect, and induced. In simple terms, 
A direct job is when FG permanently hires employees to work at our facility. Yes. An indirect job is a job created when FG or a company hired by FG purchases goods and services. And an induced job is a job generated by spending in the local economy as a result of the direct and the indirect effects from economic activity. So let's use the Sunshine Project as an example. Okay. During peak construction, think of the 8,000 construction workers in a parish. Envision the workers shopping at a local retailer or dining at a restaurant in the region. Yeah. So that is the direct impact of an induced job. After we are operational, FG will create or support approximately 4,400 jobs in addition to the 1,200 direct jobs that will be hired at our facility. Wow. Well, and I had mentioned that our project would result in $267 million of direct spend. Mm -hmm. And we talked about how $226 million of that would be in Baton Rouge alone. But the ripple impact from the construction would translate into $739 million in new sales across the state and $507 million in East Baton Rouge, Paris, while potentially generating $291 million in new earnings in Louisiana and $265 million locally. And this is from Louisiana economist Dr. Stephen Barnes, who is the director of the Kathleen Blanco Policy Center at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. We commissioned him to do an economic impact study for it so we can get our minds around the true impact of this project here in our parish and in the state. Yeah, we definitely cannot underestimate the importance and contributions that these projects bring to our community. Janelle, can you tell us how FG helps to keep Louisiana as a state competitive? Louisiana cannot afford to lose its competitive advantages. Right. I would like to stress that incentives are necessary. Mm-hmm. Numerous states compete for large capital investments like the Sunshine Project. So let's focus on the Louisiana Constitution for a minute. It authorizes incentives for economic development. And incentives attract projects, which generate long-term benefits for the local community, region, and the state. But as Louisiana citizens, we need to understand that incentives are provided to encourage organizations such as Exxon and FG to do something it otherwise would not have done. Exactly. So I want us to be cognizant that incentives are not just given, they are earned by companies. And it is simple. FG will earn its incentives through our capital investment of $9.4 billion, providing quality jobs with an average salary of Mm $84,500, paying taxes, and investing long-term in St. James Parish through our community outreach programs. This all, of course, makes me think of ITEP, which is the Industrial Tax Exemption Program. And expanding on Janiel's comments that incentives are critical, Kelly, can you tell us why a program such as ITEP is necessary for investment in Louisiana? Yes. So like what we were talking about, ExxonMobil operates around the globe. There are many countries where investments can be made. Right. And like any business, we compare the cost of investment when considering different locations. I had mentioned a little bit earlier that Louisiana is very competitive in some areas, like providing a skilled workforce. 
But in other areas, such as river transportation and pipeline infrastructure, the state is at a cost deficit. So ITEP is what levels the playing field. It is the incentive tool helping us to attract business to Louisiana. What are some concerns or questions that you hear from your communities around you regarding these projects? So the biggest concern, because again, our brick project is a modernization of our facility. Right. So it's it's not a brand new construction. Mm-hmm. It's not considered an expansion. So in some instances, we've received feedback that, you know, maybe this was ordinary maintenance. Maybe uh-huh. this is just routine work that we are calling a major project, but we would have done it anyway. Right. And that is just not the case. Mm-hmm. There's also been talk about the fact that it only retains jobs. Instead of bringing in 1,400 jobs or, or what, however many jobs the wonderful FG project is going to bring with it. But in these times, we consider retaining jobs a very high priority for Baton Rouge and for our community. Definitely. As industries have had to make hard choices about layoffs and shutdowns of facilities, we have been able to retain jobs because this project was on the horizon for the Baton Rouge refinery. In addition, Dr. Barnes, who did our economic impact report, pointed out that in the entire U.S., the refinery sector has lost jobs by about a half a percent annually over the last 10 years. So the fact that we are able to retain jobs instead of lose jobs at this refinery is remarkable. Yeah. In fact, if you think about it, we don't often hear about brand new refineries being built in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Those types of major refinery expansions are being done in places like India and China, where the demand is growing at an exponential pace. Right. Gabria has done some work around these issues like traffic or how we treat the environment. Kelly, you mentioned about the VFC reductions. So what concerns are you hearing from your community neighbors and how would you address those? Yes. I mean, the environment is is certainly a hot topic and it's it's a hot topic not just for our neighbors. It's a hot topic for us. Mm -hmm. We care about making sure that the environment is well stewarded and taken care of for our children, grandchildren, for ourselves. So in addition to, yes, this brick project that would bring with it a 10% reduction in our VSEs. Our refinery has spent multi-million dollar on a voluntary upgrade for our wastewater treatment facilities that reduce nitrate emissions by 53%. Wow. And that we've upgraded our sulfur plant to reduce site-wide SO2 air emissions by 78%. Our polyolefins plant invested more than $30 million in environmental improvement technology, including a new propylene recovery unit installed in 2016 to reduce flaring. And our corporation plans to decrease flaring intensity across all of its local operations by 35 to 45%. Our plastics plant has recently invested more than $10 million in environmental improvement initiatives to reduce NOx, NOx emissions, achieving a 30% reduction over the past three years. And our chemical plant completed a waste stream recovery project to reduce hazardous waste by 15%, while our Port Allen Lubricants and Aviation Facility has diverted 93% of its waste out of landfills annually since 2015. Wow. ExxonMobil Baton Rouge has invested approximately $11 million to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 50% in our units at the Louisiana Station. Kelly, yeah, that's fantastic. So when we think about it, Janelle, with your project, we're talking about thousands of people coming into the St. James area. 
And these are people not who only work for your facility, but they live in the community in and around St. James. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about things like the environment and concerns about industry and pollution, we forget that these people are here every day. Yeah. They have an innate desire to work and live in a clean place themselves. Correct. Comments received at our open house revealed some concerns for us. And FG has developed solutions to address all of those. So, for example, the environment. And I want to start by saying industry is highly regulated. Yeah, it definitely is. But the Sunshine Project will be constructed and operated to meet all state and federal regulations. And there are things such as BACT and MAC. So that's best available control technology, and that's maximum control technology. And so these are the types of technologies that will be used to reduce emissions at the facility. But please know that all of the regulations are used to protect the community as well as the environment. Yeah, for sure. Now, as it relates to environmental monitoring, well, in our land use ordinance in the parish, we basically committed to adding monitors along the eastern property boundary to basically ease the minds of the citizens and the residents. And we're remote, so we're not as close to the populace, but we wanted to give a reassurance to them. Mm -hmm. As it relates to traffic, as I alluded to earlier, we voluntarily funded improvements to Highway 3127. So we're actually addressing any traffic concerns that individuals may have, either during construction or during the operation of our facility. We've also heard about hiring practices. That's like a hot topic. Kelly mentioned it earlier. Yeah. And so we've developed a think local policy and it solidifies our commitment to hiring local residents mm -hmm. and using Louisiana businesses. We've also incorporated the same language in all of our contracts to reassure that we are loyal to Louisiana citizens. That's very good. So thus far, 93% of our construction workforce was from Louisiana. That's awesome. So before we close out, can you update us on these projects and their progress as of right now? Well, for our Baton Rouge Refinery Integrated Competitiveness <laughs> Initiative, we are so grateful to say that we have received unanimous approval for our ITEF application from the Board of Commerce and Industry, the East Baton Rouge Metro Council, the Sheriff, and from the East Baton Rouge School Board. That's great. It's been a labor of love to meet with local officials and to meet with other stakeholders to explain the importance of the project, to explain how it will directly benefit the community, mm -hmm. how it will directly benefit the school system, how important it is to the state. It has really been a joy to sit down with each representative in the community yeah, and to work with them to bring such an important project here to Baton Rouge. Now that we've received approval for our ITEP application, our corporate decision makers in Dallas will decide either to approve the project or not in late March. So we are continuing our advocacy efforts to make sure they also agree with the importance of bringing this project and this investment to Baton Rouge. Right, right. Well, congratulations, Kelly, and ExxonMobil. I know that's no easy feat. Hopefully your corporate headquarters will greenlight this project for us very soon. Janiel, what's the latest with FG? Our Phase 1 pre-construction activities, such as the Test Pile Program, 
pipeline project, soil testing, utility relocation projects, and Highway 3127 improvements began in the summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to announce that all of our reference projects have been completed. Awesome. At FG, safety is a culture. We are very fortunate to have successfully protected the construction workforce from COVID-19 through extensive safety measures with zero cases during phase one pre-construction. That's incredible. So what can we do to stay up to date on these projects and their progress? My mission is simple, to connect the Sunshine Project with the community and inform the Louisiana citizens as we move forward. I invite your listeners to visit our website at sunshineprojectla.com. On the homepage, select Media and FG News to learn about the latest developments, including videos featuring our community engagement in St. James Parish. You can always follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram to get the latest on what the refinery is doing and what our sites are doing here in Baton Rouge. And I want to mention that as part of our direct impact to the community, we have committed to providing stewardship reporting back to our stakeholders so they are fully aware of the project's progress Mm -hmm. if and when we get it approved. And then once construction begins, we will provide updates to confirm that we are keeping with our job commitments and our supplier diversity commitments. Great. Well, I want to thank Gabria for giving FG this opportunity and close by saying that the greatness of a community is measured by the compassionate actions of its members. Mm -hmm. And FG would like to play a significant role in serving as an economic engine in St. James Parish and the region and the state. And so it is our hope that our continued commitment and our actions speak for themselves. Again, thank you for the opportunity. Sure. Absolutely agree. Thank you for all that you do at Gabria to keep us all connected. What I've learned through this process is how important it is that members in industry support each other. Mm-hmm. We are all working toward the same goal. Yep. And as long as we remind uh, our community and our local officials, our neighbors, our friends, <laughs> that we are all in this together and committed to um, the prosperity and the growth of Baton Rouge, yeah. then there's no stopping us. You know, I understand the impact, Jessica and Brandon, firsthand. Mm -hmm. My grandfather worked at Exxon. He had a lengthy career there, and it afforded my grandfather an opportunity, as well as providing quality wages that impacted my own family. And so the call to action is simple. Henry Ford's quote said, coming together is a beginning, working together is success. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really want to communicate the importance of these types of investments coming to our state and how they benefit the state as a whole. I want to thank Janiel and Kelly again for taking the time to sit and discuss with us about their projects and for all the hard work they are both doing to educate everyone on these investments. We hope you will follow along with these projects as they progress and consider sharing their information to help support these and any other future opportunities for our state. Until next time.